Hey, welcome to TBT's podcast. I'm Dan Friel. We have a quick interview for you today with Marcus Morris of the Detroit Pistons and Team Foe. Josh Brown of TBT has a great interview with Marcus that I think you're really going to enjoy. So remember that you can subscribe to TBT's podcast on Apple Podcasts. Just hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with everyone that you, that you know so that they can be as up-to-date and knowledgeable about TBT as you are. Also remember that you can find us everywhere on the internet on social media. We're at the tournament on Twitter. On Facebook, we're facebook.com backslash the tournament. And on Instagram, we're the.tournament. Remember as well that if you haven't voted yet, there's still plenty of time to vote. Go to the tournament.com, find your favorite, find your favorite team rather, and go ahead and cast that vote. Let's get to the interview now with Marcus Morris of Team Foe. Welcoming in now to the TBT podcast, the coach of Team Foe, applying to play out of the Northeast region in TBT 2017, Marcus Morris. You also know him from the Detroit Pistons. Marcus, how are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for being here, Marcus. You know, while we have you, I know you've been in the news recently. You, I know you, 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 you know, you kind of tweeted about it yesterday, but you want to uh, dispel the any notion that you kind of substituted in for Marquise the other day? Uh, yeah, man. I was, you know, I think that was it was a, a good conspiracy. I thought it was funny, you know, but you know, at, at the time, after me reading a couple, you know. Uh, read a couple articles I just thought it was just enough you know uh can't take no credit from Keith he's going out there he's playing on a bad will you know and you know it's all for the love of the game and for people to you know to say that we switch it's funny but you know it's, it's not real so you know I just wanted to clear the air I actually I have a twin as well so I know the feeling uh oh, that, okay. <laughs> that, yeah. yeah that you're dealing with I mean how often do you get that I mean I can I can clearly tell the two of you apart um but how yeah. often do you get that how often are people you know confusing the two of you um, Oh it's every day it's every day thing we together is every day <laughs> my entire life has been that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're both certainly uh, playing very well uh, as well. What's it just kind of been like before we get into photo to watch Mark Keith? I know he's actually with you right now. What's it been like to watch him play so well? You know, they're in the second round now. They had a big win on Thursday night. What's that been like to watch him? Yeah, that's me, Pop. Uh, man, it's, it's, you know, it's amazing, man. Uh, the, um, you know, the crowd, the atmosphere, you know, and this is his first playoff, so, you know, just had to be there, you know, front the row just watching. You know, uh, he's a great catalyst for his team. He's had a great season. You know, just excited to see how far they can go. Absolutely. Now, getting into Team Foe, uh, you guys had a great year last year. You made the Super 16. Um, you, you had a lot of talent on that team. Uh, it just it was a really good run, a really fun team to watch. What were your kind of impressions of TBT? Did it meet your expectations? Did it exceed your expectations? What do you think of the tournament as a whole? Uh, you know, uh, it definitely exceeded my, my expectations. You know, my team... Uh, uh, a lot of guys that play overseas, uh, you know, really high, talented guys. And, you know, the TBT is, is a great platform for those guys to be seen by, you know, people that don't often get the same because they're playing overseas. And, you know, and we, you know, we're, we're grateful for the uh, TBT for, you know, for the guys that we have and, you know, the competitors that we have. And, you know, our team last year, it was our first year together. So, you know, it was, it was just something different. Uh, I thought we still had a great chance. You know, we didn't, we didn't have as much size as I wanted to, but we, we've added. You know, more shooters. We added more size. You know, we coming back with a with, with a great team this year, and we're gonna have a great opportunity to make a good run. 
I know something that you mentioned last year was how in a tournament like TBT, you really value guard play and what a guard can give yeah. uh, the, in kind of a, a, a you know high-pressure run-and-gun tournament. Can you kind of expand upon that? Why is guard play so important in a tournament like TBT? Because, you know, you know the pace is important. Uh, me, by having Tyshawn and, you know, and uh, Malik Wayne, you know, they're really fast guards that pick up the tempo. So, you know, we were, our, you know, our motto was, was, was threes and layups. So, you know, playing at that fast pace and having those guards is getting downhill and just spraying it out to our shooters, you know, and that, that helped us a lot. And, you know, that's our same, you know, that's the same thing we're going into this year is using those those guards and using their pace to get downhill, you know, and, and get other players uh, great looks. You kind of mentioned it there, but is that kind of to you, whether it be strategy-wise, coaching-wise, is that the the one thing that you think you're focusing on for Team Foe to really play an up-tempo style? Like you mentioned, hit threes, get in transition. Is that the most kind of important formula, do you think, to winning in TBT? Yeah. Yeah, you know, if you look at our, you know, if you look at our, the mode of our team this year, uh, our guard players are going to be major. You know, uh, we've added Mario Little. Um, he's, you know, he's a... Uh, above average, you know, a uh, three-point shooter. And like I said, we have Tyshawn and we have uh, you have Malik coming back. Uh, we've added uh, Marcus Kennedy from SMU, 6'8", uh, power forward, and also stretch the floor. We added uh, uh, Ty Hyman. He's another 6'10 guy, you know, just a patrol of paint. And, you know, we just put a couple more shooters around as Michael Thompson. You know, he, he's playing with us again. So, you know, I think our mode of our of our uh, of our roster is really complimenting itself. I actually wanted to hit on Tayshawn, who you mentioned. Uh, you probably don't know this, but Tayshawn played in TBT in 2015, and he actually played on my team. I put a, a team together, and Tayshawn uh, played oh, for us. Okay. We, we lost in the first game, but Tayshawn played very well. But uh, can you just talk about what a guy like him brings to TBT? Because watching him, uh, whether he was on my team or on your team uh, last year, just the kind of the you know you mentioned speed there, but the ability to get to the hoop, uh, the ability to really play, you know, anywhere from you know, the one to the three. Uh, just what does he bring to yeah. your team? Because I thought he was really maybe the most dynamic player in all of TBT. Yeah, you know, he's a, you know, and there's one thing I want to say about Ty, you know, uh, unfortunately he's not in the NBA, but he is an NBA talent, you know, with his speed, his size, his athleticism, you know, his length. He's an NBA talent, you know. Uh, hopefully he can get back to that level, but, you know, his dynamic on both ends, being able to guard multiple positions and being able to, to just continue to push the ball, push the ball without getting tired. You know, his motor is very high, and very athletic. So, you know, he's a problem for smaller guards and, you know, with slower big guards and, you know, and his left on defense changed the game for us, you know. So, you know, he's definitely one of our best players. Uh, I played with him back in college. So, you know, I know how good he is. And, you know, I think he's going to have a real breakout TBT tournament this year. And I think a big thing for him, too, he's added a really good kind of jump shot to his game, which has really opened yeah. it up even more. So good to see that from Tyshawn. Uh, you mentioned yeah. it right there with how Tyshawn and so many other guys should be, you know, NBA. But what's that kind of line like now that you've coached in TBT, the line between the guys you're coaching and NBA talent? Because I think what I found is it's so similar. A lot of these guys couldn't be playing yeah. in the NBA on your team yeah. and beyond. So just how close is that line? Yeah, it's very close. You know, I think it's, it's all about opportunity. You know, sometimes they, they got opportunity. Sometimes, you know, some opportunities is not a, as much as other guys, you know. And it's all about timing, you know. So, 
Uh, that's what I think it really comes down to. I think a, a bunch of guys that play in the TPT can actually play in the league. I think they have the time and I think they have the, you know, the ability, but I think it's just timing. You know, I think it's just really timing. Yeah, and that, we actually we talked to Darren Carlson, who's going to be coaching in TBT, and he echoed the same thing, just how close it is. Uh, the line just kind of comes down to circumstance at the end of the day. Uh, for you uh, personally in Team Fosu, you and Markeith actually grew up in Philly, and you got to coach in Philly in the yeah. regional and in the Super 16. I mean, I know you've been able to play back at home in the NBA. You guys have played the, the Sixers and everything, but what was it like to coach on a smaller venue, more of a personal venue back in your hometown? You know, it was good, man. You know, we had, the crowd was good, good. You know, we we always bring our own crowd with us, so you know, we had a, a great following. Uh, it's, you know, just trying to get get on the other side of the, of the game and see, you know, how much you like it and see, you know, if you can help guys. Like I said, you know, TPT is is great for you know team four because uh, we have a lot of guys that play basketball. You know, that, that we're uh, great friends with, and, you know, and it's like. It's a good platform for them to be seen on television by, you know, different scouts and, and different overseas networks. So, uh, like I said, man, it's, it's a great platform for us. And one thing I really admire about your team, obviously FOE stands for family over everything, but is you can tell how much every guy on your team cares about each other when they're playing. Uh, and that, that, yeah. that kind of chemistry is just really profound. Can you just talk about how the team got together originally? You know, whose idea was it? And you know, were you hesitant yeah. coming in? Were you all in? How'd the team kind of come together? Uh, you know, actually it was Keith idea last year. Uh, he was, you know, just kept seeing TBT, TBT. And like I said, uh, we have a lot of friends that play basketball and, you know, it was a no brainer because everybody on the team is close to each other. So it's not like we put a team together where guys were coming from different spots and didn't know each other. You know, everybody knew each other. Everybody had a good relationship. So it was, it was a no brainer. It was easy actually. You know, we thought soon as we seen it, Oh, it's perfect for us. As soon as we start talking about TVT, it was perfect for us to be in it because we had eight, nine basketball friends, you know, that's just, you know, because, like I said, borderline, you know, high major overseas players or borderline NBA players. And obviously, you again, like we mentioned, you made that great run. Did you have one kind of favorite memory, whether it be uh, just you know, you know, getting prepared with the guys for the games, or a, a you know, specific moment in a game or a game in particular? What kind of stood out to you as your favorite uh, moment from last year? Probably my favorite moment. Uh, I don't know. I think you guys still have it on film. Is uh, I think Elijah Johnson. He did a. Uh, a crazy layup. Yeah, I, I remember he, that. Like, yeah. took it full court and like split the defense through between his legs and did like a just a crazy layups. And you know, uh, if you look on film, our entire bench jumped up, and, and you know, it was that was a good moment for us in two B two. And you guys actually, maybe even more than most teams, have so many with the athleticism you have. You have uh, a ton of, of kind of notable plays that come to mind. Uh, what's the team yeah. preparation for foe, whether it be last year or coming into uh, this year? You know, are you guys getting together a couple weeks before to do a training oh, camp, yeah. or how, how yeah. are you getting ready? Uh, you know, uh, down in, uh, you know, they come to Philly probably, you know, uh, a month before we get a couple practices and then down in, uh, in King of Prussia. Uh, we got a gym down to King of Prussia with guys, you know, we play pickup and, uh, you know, like I said, me and Keith will be playing against those guys, getting them to run plays, getting them, you know, familiar with each other. And, uh, you know, we, you know, it's funny, man, but we actually do scouting report. We, we do film at, at our house the day before the games. 
or or you know or a couple hours for the games we're, we're watching on film we, we we scouting teams it's funny man but we you know we really take this serious and uh, you know, we got we got people working all over behind the scenes and, you know, watching the other games and seeing what players do we need to guard and match up things and, you know, uh, what angle we're going to use this game. You know, like, you know, we added the dynamic pieces that we needed last year. You know, last year we had more size. We would have been in the finals. And this year we've added great size, uh, you know, guys that can play multiple positions and, you know, everybody's locked in. And you mentioned how, you know, adding that size can maybe put you over the gap. I mean, uh, you know, yeah. obviously overseas elite, they're kind of the team to beat right now, having won it two years in a row. They've won three million. Yeah. Uh, what do you kind of know about them and how would you kind of go up, you know, go about a matchup against a team that's, you know, 13 and 0 all time together? I know you guys know DJ Kennedy well, pretty well, too. Yeah. Well, you know, we know DJ, you know, he's the best player in the team, you know, so, you know, they got them guys understand it over there. So, you know, they're really using him. Uh, uh, using him in different situations and, you know, playing small ball, having him at the four sometime, going against bigger guys. And, you know, and I feel like, you know, our team this year matches perfectly with them, you know, size, uh, uh, guys that can actually guard, you know, DJ and, uh, you know, Sean Evans, he played with DJ in college. So he, he kind of knows this game, you know, so I think our matchup with them is, is, is going to be good. And, you know, me, honestly, I think we're going to win the championship. We have a great group of guys and, you know, as long as everybody can make all the games, because I know they do have some league again this year. So as long as we can have everybody at the games, I think we're going to have a great chance. And you, you mentioned it there, but, you know, you guys can obviously, you know, both yourself and Markeith can play in front of fans and, and or, um, you know, uh, friends and family. You guys are on TV every night. But just what does the opportunity mean to a guy like Tyshawn or a guy um, you had Malik Waynes on the team? You know, you can mention yeah. several guys who play overseas. Uh, you know, friends and family can't really watch them too often. And, you know, to get that exposure, yeah. I know Tyshawn wants to get back in the league. So what does this opportunity kind of mean for them? Uh, it means a lot for them. You know, they, you know, them, them guys understand, uh, what's at stake. You know, last year, I didn't, I don't think that they were like fully aware of what was at stake, you know, uh, but I know for sure that this year they understand it. You know, having games on TV, like I said, the exposure is major, you know, having your family be able to see you, but, you know, mainly the exposure is there, you know, uh, we, we watched the game on TV last year, the championship game and the final four game. So. You know, I know that, you know, everybody's watching and everybody's seeing and, and guys playing at that high level. I mean, what could, what more could you want? Yeah, absolutely. I don't want to waste too much more of your time, but just, you know, listening to you talk, it seems like you've been really uh, kind of uh, embraced the coaching role. And obviously, uh, you've yeah. been a player your whole life, but what's it been like adjusting to, to be a coach? What's been, you know, some of the challenges and uh, how much have you enjoyed, you know, kind of taking on that other role in coaching instead of playing? Oh man, I enjoy it a lot, man. You know, these guys, you know, they play, they playing, uh, uh, you know, they, they're playing free basketball because, you know, I'm one of their better friends too at the same time. So I'm allowing them just, you know, to play the game the way they want to. But, you know, if I was a coach, I want the players to just be comfortable, you know, just be comfortable. And that's how, you know, that's how we approach it. Just be comfortable. Them dudes been playing basketball their whole life. So I ain't even, you know, I, I, my coach is more of them, you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to make them just feel as comfortable as possible in any situation. So it's more of them, you know, it's more of the players figuring it out. You know, Ty, he calls his own plays. Malik, he calls their own plays. You know, I just give them a little sheet of what plays we're going to do, and we go over it. And it's, it's not me calling plays. 
It's them. So, you know, I'm just over there trying to make them feel as comfortable as possible. I was going to ask you, is your job more of, you know, drawing up plays, which you mentioned it's them who takes kind of the lead in that, or are you more kind of there to, again, just be kind of a, uh, bring some wisdom to the game, you know, manage the rotation a little bit. Is that more of your job as a coach of this team? Yeah, that too, you know, uh, you know, I'm trying, like I said, I'm trying to see how the other side is, you know, being comfortable and, in different situations, you know, I enjoy those situations where, where we need a big shot and I got to make a play or I got to call a play for these guys. You know, that's, it feels like I'm in the game too at the same time, you know, but yeah, you know, at the same time, I just want my players just to be comfortable. Uh, like I said, these are my friends too at the same time. So it, 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 when, you, when your team or, or the people that you coach have high confidence, you know, it's, it's, it's a gimme, you know, it's a gimme. They've been playing a game and you just allow them to play how, they, how they've been playing their entire life. Absolutely. Just two rapid fire questions and then we will call it a day. Um, I know you, uh, pride yourself on being the coach of this team. Markeith obviously serves as GM. Uh, has there ever been any tension? Yeah. You know, you drop a play, Markeith wants a different play and you guys kind of go at it or you guys kind of always on that same page? No, hell yeah, man. It's been like that all year last year. <laughs> I mean, a couple times last year in the tournament, you know, he sees something different than I see, you know, and that's why he's the GM. Because sometimes he'll make a call that I won't see, and and he'll change the call. And you know, like I said, we have an open, we have an open, you know, communication with the sideline. If you see something that I don't see, he can make the call. Same with Thomas Robinson. You know, we have an open, open coaching. You know, it's not just me up there coaching because some stuff I don't see and some stuff he might see. But it definitely, you know, the game comes with tension. So you know, definitely had a little tension last year. But you know, that's what makes us the the, the good team we're going to be. Absolutely. And just last question, you on a personal note, uh, it seems like just you professionally, you know, away from TBT, uh, it seems like you've really kind of settled in and uh, found like a, a really kind of a home in Detroit. Can you just talk about that? It seems like you've had the two best years of your career and just how you're feeling playing in Detroit. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm feeling well, man. Uh, I enjoy it. You know, I enjoy the fans. I enjoy the, you know, the culture down there. Stan Van Gundy has been nothing but 110% with me since I've you know, since I've got there, and you know, you can't ask for nothing more than that in the league. And somebody being straight up and down with you and things like that, and that's all he's been with me. So, you know, I can't complain. I'm, I'm loving playing there. You know, hopefully, I can finish my career there and have a great career there. Absolutely, Marcus. We appreciate the time. Uh, if you had to give one message to the fans, why should they vote for Team Fo right now? Oh, uh, because we're gonna win it. So, if you want to get a. Uh, if you want to get along on, you know, the Team Four bandwagon, I think you should do it now because we really re up this year and we really are going to be a powerhouse, a real powerhouse this year. And I'm really looking forward to it. Marcus Morris, the coach of Team Fo, applying the play out of the Northeast region. That's FOE, family over everything. Marcus, I know I went over our time. I really appreciate it and best of luck this summer. Oh, uh, thank you, man. Appreciate that. See you soon, man.